Hey y'all, I'm Maya. And I'm Mila. Welcome to the Twin Co. We're twin besties out here living and adulting in these ATL streets. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, it's Maya. And Mila. Welcome to the Twin Code. Hey, so how was your week? Yeah, I've been so stressed. Help. No, <laughs> no. I've, I'm good. I'm good. It's just been, it's been tough. I don't know what it is. It's just been a lot. Mm-hmm. Work and momming. Yeah. And doing it at the same time. Oh, yeah. Understandable. So, yeah, it's been very stressful, but I'm just happy the week is over. And hopefully we'll go into a new week with, like, you know, feeling a little bit more refreshed and just putting it all behind me and starting over. New week and new month. Yes, yeah, April. It's April. So yeah. It's time for a fresh start. I'm ready for that. And actually, just giving y'all a heads up. April and May are very, very busy mm-hmm. in our family and just in general. Um, you're going on a trip in April. I'm going on a trip in April. Not together. Two separate t- trips. Um, we just have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. May is, I call it May Madness in our family <laughs> because we have like a million in a billion birthdays. Yes. So we have Anissa's birthday, Ari's birthday, my father-in-law's birthday, him and Ari share a birthday. Then we have um, a nephew's birthday, Mother's Day, Twan's birthday, our sister Toya's birthday, mm-hmm. all in May. Then graduation. Yes. Then we. So, anyways, then it's Memorial Weekend. So, mm-hmm. needless to say, your girls are going to be really busy. Yes. So, all if right. just giving a little heads up, I'm, we're going to try our best to try to, you know, keep these podcasts going. But if we kind of disappear for a second, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. So, a just lot. putting it out there. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Mila's baby shower coming up. So, it's just a lot that we're planning right now. And just, yeah, we're busy. <laughs> Very busy, but we got it. We got it. Yes, yes. So, we are going to go ahead and jump into this week's episode. And I just wanted to start out by saying there's been something really beautiful happening lately. So I've noticed that a few really popular influencers or public figures in the music industry or just the industry in general. Entertainment. Entertainment industry. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They've been giving their life to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And a few that come to mind are Alexis Skye, B. Simone, and Black China. Mm-hmm. I think that one shocked people. (laughs) Black China. Yeah. Um, But all these ladies are really beautiful and have huge social media followings, which means that they're influential to the masses. Exactly. So the most popular, I would say, out of this little group is Black China. Um, And if you're not familiar with her, she was a video girl, you know, former stripper. She has a son with Tyga in uh, a daughter by Rob Kardashian. Mm -hmm. She'd been in the industry for a while. And um, I guess you would say she doesn't have the best reputation. Uh, No, she doesn't. Yeah. So one day I saw something that said she gave her life to God and wants to go by her God-given name, which is Angela White and not Black China. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Okay, interesting, interesting. (laughs) Tell me more. Right, right. Okay. And so I started to see interviews and I was just kind of intrigued, like, wow. Mm -hmm. So she said that she actually got saved almost a year ago. She was baptized on her birthday, um, May of last year. 
And in one of her interviews, uh, she explained how God doesn't want her to degrade herself anymore. And she wants to be a better example for her daughter. And even the way she's dressing has Mm -hmm. changed. All of that. I was like, good for her. Round of applause. Yes. So and she also got a lot of media attention recently because she decided to get rid of her plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. She got her um, face fillers removed her uh butt shots removed i guess the silicone that was in her butt mm-hmm. her booty shots yeah um because i guess she had got some bootleg booty shots done like years ago i which think so she many said girls have done so many which is so dangerous it's scary y'all mm-hmm. she said um it was starting to make her ill mm-hmm. and like the spots where her um, booty shots were or the silicone was started getting really, really hard, like rock hard and very painful. Like even if she brushed against something, it would hurt really bad. It just sound like hell, man. And I've heard so many stories like that. I've heard a lot of horror stories about botched plastic surgeries and these bootleg booty shots. And it sounds just terrible, horrible. Yeah. And the thing that really got me, It made me say, oh, she's for real. (laughs) Is she got a tattoo removed. And the tattoo that she got removed was a a Baphomet tattoo. And if you're not familiar with that, she broke it down on the IG post, okay? Is that like the thing that... um, It looks like a goat. And is it kind of like, do a lot of Hindu people... Mm. No, okay. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of... I feel like I know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of like Hindu, like spiritual stuff. <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> Let me shut up. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Elaborate. So <laughs> she broke it down on an IG post and wrote, thank you, God, for saving me. Removing this Balfamit tattoo. I'm sending all this energy back to the owner. Then she went further and wrote, she wrote a whole breakdown, y'all. Name, Balfamit, origin. Demonology, demonology. Oh my god! Oh, oh. forgive me. (laughs) Yeah, demonology, demonology. Mm. Occupation: goat-headed demon. Spirit: power skills, black magic, spiritual psychology, vast dark powers, immorality, mind control, telepathy, intelligence, and evil. What? Mm -hmm. Goals. To create and spread chaos, abuse, and torments its victims. What the? Crime, conspiracy, spiritual corruption, brainwashing. What? So clearly she didn't know none of this before she got it. Or did she? Type of villain. (laughs) Symbolic corrupter. Dang. So listen. Ain't that what she... I mean, that's crazy because that's kind of the life she was... She was... That's what she was doing. Absolutely. When we say like she didn't have a reputation... That's exactly what she was. She's on. basically, she's basically denouncing mm-hmm. what she made a covenant with. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically. Right. She knows that what she put on her body, and she knows why she put it on her body. Dang. So when you hear the term "selling your soul," mm-hmm. is not just made up. Oh no, it's a real thing. It's a absolutely real thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very real, and that's why I thought. 
her exposing what this meant was huge. Yeah. And dangerous. Oh, yeah. Very I, dangerous. I didn't know she posted that. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's why people were like, oh, funny how, like, the shade room, they're not posting this. Right. Crickets. Right. You only saw that if you actually go to her page. But no social media, no yeah, no uh, gossip uh, blogs picked that up. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. But I was like, okay, if I've never seen anyone in the industry like her mm-hmm. blatantly just expose all of that. And especially because she was a part of it. Right. She's admitting that she was a part of that and she no longer wants this to be a part of her life. And she put on um because she took she did like a video um going to the doctor to get the tattoo removed and she was saying that she no longer wants this this anything negative or demonic on her body Mm -hmm. Hmm. and she needs it gone Mm -hmm. and that life or god has a better life for her and so she was literally denouncing it move yeah that's that's huge yeah for sure and i actually heard i don't know i didn't fact check this so allegedly doja cat recently got that tattooed on her and if you follow um if entertainment you, you, you already know what me, she's on i was gonna say if you could see me right now blank stare yeah you already Gosh. know what doja cat's on she's been going through her this might this is a whole different episode sorry y'all but yes yeah, she's already been going through her rituals, rituals and sacrifices all of that it. all of that mm-hmm. so very i'm not publicly, surprised very oh, publicly. Yeah, very publicly so mm-hmm. there's definitely um truth to all of that i'm i'm proud of angela for speaking out and um removing all of those negative demonic things from her body from her life mm-hmm. and and wanting better for sure yeah it's it's so refreshing to yeah. me to see this and it's interesting how it's all just kind of like back to back to back mm-hmm. you know these celebrities doing the same thing right but that's how i know for her that she's serious about giving her life to god because that's fearless mm-hmm. because to go against that machine and be like this is what it is and i'm not scared like you have to be you have to have god by your side to not be scared you have of them to. you yeah. know mm-hmm. um so yeah it's like people think that stuff is like a conspiracy like conspiracy theorists are the only ones who think it's real and that's absolutely not true. <laughs> that along with so many other things that yeah. people claim are just conspiracy theories that we clearly are seeing <laughs> come to light. Wake up, right? You know, like, you know, I feel like the, it's, an, it's an awakening. It is an awakening. It's an awakening. And some of us have been awakened mm-hmm. for a long time. And some of, you know, some others are just kind of catching up. Just now waking up. But I'm proud of whoever is experiencing a spiritual awakening. Um, I feel like I've been on that side of TikTok for a while. Mm-hmm, me too. And my whole like, my whole timeline is a lot of that. It's kind of turned into like Christian talk, which I really enjoy, actually. Um, it's so refreshing. Like, you know how when people are talking about the TikTok ban mm-hmm. that is supposedly going to get ready to happen, which is some bull. Okay, let's not even get into that. Yes, that really yes. just, that p- really pisses me off. Because like a, we know the real reason they don't want it on And there. see, I think if, I think for people who aren't on the right side of TikTok, 
they only look at it as like the negative side of, you know, these kids are, you know, it got them in a chokehold. They're, you know, doing all these dumb challenges and things that are hurting people. And the, the suicide rate is going up and kids and their insecurities, blah, blah, all this stuff about TikTok. But I mean, I, I really do think there's a way of controlling the content that you're consuming, right? Definitely. So yes, there is that side of TikTok, mm-hmm. but I ain't on that side of TikTok. No, we're both on the side that is completely opposite. We're on the side of people having awakenings, spiritual awakenings, uh, younger people really giving their life to God. Mm-hmm. We got people who are very much um, in tune with the government and the stuff that they're doing to try to control us and mm-hmm. try to, so it's so much like even the, for example, the Ohio derailment, mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing that was going on with that without TikTok. Cause these because are, they wouldn't put actually, that in the media. No. And people who actually are there living it actually living exposing what's really going on on TikTok. Exactly. The truth. It's like real news. You know, like you got fake news. Mm-hmm. It's the real news. The real news. The real news on TikTok. And you just really get to see how much they like censor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, and, and also the fear mongering that they do in the media, right. like on the news. It's just like, wow, like this programming is crazy. Yeah. So like, don't fall for it. Like you gotta, I guess what I like, I like to call myself like a truth seeker. Mm-hmm. And if you're a real truth seeker, you do a lot of research. Yes. You dig, you do research and fact check, fact check, know? all that. And yeah. It's like, you don't just go off. You don't just follow the masses. You're like, let me look more into that. Yeah, definitely <laughs> don't believe everything you hear. For right. Sure. And then, you know, it's it's okay to go into rabbit holes about certain subjects if you're really trying to, like, educate yourself on it. That's what I was about to say. If anything, all it's really doing is educating you yeah. on these different topics. Absolutely. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, I think that sucks that they're trying to get rid of it because um, that's really the only, f- like, that's the only platform I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I actually have a strong dislike for Instagram. Me too. And, you know, Facebook. <laughs> no shade to y'all who love Facebook, but I I could have got rid of Facebook like 10 years ago. I like, only have Facebook for family. Literally, it's the only reason why we're both on Facebook is so family can keep up with us. And there ain't really nothing to keep up with because I don't post I don't, anything yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so really, just hit me up and that's how you can keep up and with that. Well, I keep up with them on Facebook. That's true. You know true. what I'm saying? Because like the ones who post all the time, like, yeah, it's a good way for me to keep up with what's going on with them. But And also like these days, family don't like call you anymore they barely text you so it's like you honestly find out about stuff on facebook Mm -hmm. on what your family is doing what everybody's like how how families communicate it's literally how we communicate (laughs) yeah but it's so funny to me when you run into family that you haven't seen in a long time and they're like oh yeah girl i seen how you like you seen what they think they know everything (laughs) that you got going on based on the very little you post on facebook yeah that is funny i'm like oh okay that's what's up no i'm not doing that anymore that was a long time ago (laughs) that's so true i'd be like 10 years late right um actually i stopped doing that like yeah yeah and then instagram is just instagram like super fake very curated 
And don't get me wrong. Like, I like the curation. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like, you know, some aesthetic. But the, like, everybody trying to, like, mirror each other. And it's like everybody starts looking the same, talking the same. Yes. Feeds look the same. Everything same, 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 same. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. unique. Everybody's doing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of. And then also, like, I've actually been trying to just encourage TikTok. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to, like, make my Instagram a little bit more tolerable by deleting <laughs> certain oh, pages you mean and like people. Your, your algorithm? Yes. Change your algorithm? I'm trying. I'm trying. It's slowly, it's slowly getting better. Mm-hmm. But like TikTok has really mastered the science of the algorithm yep. and showing you exactly what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Like they, they've gotten they got really good at that. It's like you, you end up scrolling and instead of scrolling where typically you're like trash, trash, mm-hmm. trash, it's more like you're scrolling and coming across things like or you're coming across people who think exactly like exactly. you. Exactly. Or who you're learning from and it's like intriguing. Like they got their ag- algorithm down to a science pretty much. Yeah. They got it down to where everybody, most people in your timeline are like you. Yep. So it's refreshing. Really cool, it's refreshing. Really cool. yeah. yeah. So with that being said, got a little sidetracked. <laughs> um <laughs> You would say, don't you think that we're both kind of experiencing a spiritual awakening, right? Definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to even think of how to articulate it. When do you feel like things started shifting for you? I feel really, I feel like the, the real shift started when I was going through my fertility stuff, which was like last fall. Mm hmm. Well, technically last summer into the fall, um, I always have had a relationship with God. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But the difference is I started like really reading the Bible and really like memorizing some scriptures and stuff like that where I never I didn't really do quite like mm-hmm. not not a lot anyways, but it got to a point where I really started to like what you were saying about TikTok, how you might see a video and then mm-hmm. start doing your own research. Mm-hmm. I got into research mode mm-hmm. you did. when it came to the Bible. So like it'll be a and we f- you found some really mm-hmm. dope interesting stuff yeah like Mm -hmm. i just started looking at the bible completely differently like i look at it now almost more like our history book yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so like i i think in reference the bible in a completely different way so i feel like that's how my awakening kind of happened like my more recent awakening and then um ever since then i've been really conscious of what i'm listening to what I'm what well <laughs> okay well, to a certain extent what I'm watching <laughs> as far as TV goes um just a lot of things like I'm I'm just really trying to be better like mm-hmm. I, I want to be a better Christian mm-hmm. I'm more conscious of the little things you know what I'm saying yeah. like I don't even I don't it's Okay, let's go go into a whole nother rabbit hole. <laughs> but even with like, I love music, right? Oh, I was, yeah. I love mm-hmm. music. However, I don't even be wanting to listen to a lot of stuff anymore if it's like too explicit. Not that I li- like, I never, I love music overall. 
And most of the music that I do listen to is more like in the... I don't know how to explain it. I was going to say soul, but it's not like India Ari. No, no, no shade to her, but no. Um, It's like, um, I love like Anderson Pack and Mm -hmm. I even like Tyler, the creator. Like I just like certain artists or whatever, but like now it's certain people that I just choose consciously not to really support. Yeah. If they're, if you're aware of certain things, things that they may and if they don't participate align, or yeah, if it doesn't align with mm-hmm. like some of my beliefs, beliefs. Mm-hmm. and I don't, and I'm not like a super judgmental person. It's not about that, but it's the point of like being conscious about what I'm consuming mm-hmm. and what I'm listening to and whatever. Like it's so that is, that's something new that's kind of started. Like when I'm in the car, <laughs> I be listening to sermons. Mm-hmm. I don't really listen to. I mean, I I listen to music. Don't get me wrong, but like, if I start hearing too much cussing, if I start hearing like super sexually explicit stuff, I don't want to hear it. Mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like my whole consciousness. So, has do you feel like shifted. so? For me, the same exact thing happened, right? But it's almost like. God don't even let me listen to like, even if I try to like, oh yeah, whatever. I'll just hurt. It's like, no, like it's weird. Like, mm-hmm. I, like you say, you're conscious. Like it's almost for me, it feels almost like God won't even let me listen to certain stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, no. And so it's like, but I just know. And I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> let me go ahead and turn on my praise and worship music. So yeah, <laughs> that's, I feel you on that. Yeah. So if anything, it's more so the consciousness or just being conscious of um, what I'm consuming. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the main thing. Like it's, that's it. And I try to distance myself from things that don't align with, with where I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like it makes a huge difference with like your state of mind and like clarity and it, it's purpose? It's bringing me more peace. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. So I've been strengthening my relationship with God for a while as well. And I really started making more lifestyle changes when I was pregnant with Mercy. Um, like you it's, said, what is it about pregnancy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it might be something with pregnancy that kind of just bring puts you in a different dimension or something. I, I think maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because the same thing. The music I listen to, the stuff I watch, mm-hmm. um, all of that. Because um, it feels like I can't even control it anymore. I only. I feel like I only um, can accept high frequency. Yes. Period. I don't want anything low frequency. And that's kind of and y'all know that's a real thing, right? <laughs> so like you know when people be like, um, it's giving low frequency. <laughs> like I think people say that, but I don't know if everyone really understands like that's an actual real thing. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of most of the mainstream music, particularly rap, hip hop, they use eight oh eights. Low frequency. That's low frequency. Mm-hmm. So it's funny, but well, I can't say that. Never mind. <laughs> you ain't, we, I was gonna we say ain't trying to get too deep. Yeah. Well, no, I was gonna say because you know, Twan's a producer, and yeah, you know, yeah, stuff labels want to hear. Oh, I feel you. Low frequency. That's Facts. what they 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 requested. 
So low frequency, absolutely. Low frequency brings upon Mm -hmm. like it's about energy. Mm -hmm. So low frequency gives off like negative energy, sexual energy, um, aggressive energy. That is all low frequency, Mm -hmm. high frequency. Like, let's say worship and praise music, for example. And, you know, there's some like. General music, yeah. you know, R&B, it's not all like, you know, yeah. R&B, uh, soul. But what pop. can make some of that low frequency is the lyrics. Facts. If you don't pay close attention Facts. or if you don't really understand everything they're saying. Mm-hmm. That's the trick. But just part. to give in the content or the context, it's like the high frequency might be like the energy that gives off is like positivity, mm-hmm. happiness, um, you know, all of those things. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think like, you know, like high free, just, just peace, yeah. joy, laughter. I don't know. Like that's mm-hmm. all high frequency. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we all about the high frequency vibes over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it may be something with pregnancy that brings like spiritual awakening mm-hmm. and just like you just wanting to remove anything negative because it's very fragile and like um what's the word vulnerable Mm -hmm. when you're pregnant pregnant and you're getting ready to like birth a a life it makes you very vulnerable and sensitive I wonder if it's kind of like God's way of like having us protect the womb yeah like keep it away like all that negativity or whatever it's Mm -hmm. like you're not having it. And then it's even for like, if you're in a spiritual awakening, it gets even stronger once your child is here, once your baby mm-hmm. is here. Yeah, I could see that. And it gets even stronger. So like, it's almost like this is the preview. Right. And then once your baby's here, it's going to be like the stuff you're kind of letting slide now. And you're kind of let you really going to be like, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm it's not funny watching it. I've seen, I'm not listening to it. I've seen that with you. Yeah. Um. Obviously, my baby's not here yet, but like, you don't have a problem just saying no about a lot of stuff. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> like when it comes to Ari, when it comes, like, oh, I'm just yeah. saying, like over the years, like I've that's definitely something I've noticed. Yeah. It's like yeah, no. Yeah, no. Hard no. Because like you have to protect the kids. Like they they are doing so much to sway the perspectives and eyes of children like they're trying to pervert children very very young they're swaying their innocence yeah and that ain't that ain't right like it's literally that's part of the spiritual awakening like you right is right wrong mm-hmm. is wrong you're either on the lord's side or you ain't it's literally like what what's happening right now is people are picking their side you gotta pick us in but and you have to pick a side pick you a can't side. be like well i kind of this no god ain't playing it no he's really not and that's the thing like i think when you're on this side of things, and, and trust me, we're, we're both a work in progress. We don't claim to be perfect. We don't claim to be like, you know. Holier than thou. No, than, we're, yeah. we're both like still learning, still growing, still all of that. But at the end of the day, we've picked a side and we stick to it. I'm going to stick beside them. <laughs> period. Yep, period. So I don't care what that looks like, what that sounds like. It's either you're on his side or you're not. And I think that's really the point is people like Alexis Skye and uh, Black China, B. Simone. B. Simone, they're like, 
I want to be on that side. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's dope. Like, I love to see it. I love to see it. Like, and it it seems like it's a a certain kind of demographic that's been kind of leaning more towards that. But it's it's really cool because it's like, God is like getting his children back. Like, he's picking his children up. Like, nope, you ain't going. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want you on that side. You need to be on my side. Mm -hmm. And I think because these are influential women, um, other girls who look up to them are also going to start picking God's side. Exactly. So that's really what it's about. Even for us, like I try to encourage family, friends, like I'm definitely not like, I don't know. I don't know what people think, whatever. I don't really care either, but I, I definitely want people to be more comfortable and open and, and receptive to Uh hearing more about God, learning Mm -hmm. more about God. Um, because I will say this quickly, a little backstory y'all. So we grew up in the church. We grew up in the church. We grew up in the AME church, right? That's African American Episcopal Methodist Methodist Episcopal Episcopal. AME. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, (laughs) so we grew up in the church. Our dad actually, has always been very involved in church. Um, He's like a natural born leader. So he's always been like president of this and that or whatever. So he's, he's always been a leader in the church. He basically ran our church. Yeah. Pastor. No. On the business side, he basically ran it. Right. And so when we were younger, we actually lived like, like around the corner from our church. And the funny thing about it is it was at the time, like it was kind of, cons- it's been gentrified since then. But at the time it was kind of considered like the hood, right? So like our area had a lot of bloods. Like it was like gang territory, a lot of like gang wars and stuff going on, like literally right in our neighborhood. And it was like we could walk to church, right? But almost everybody who went to our church didn't live in our neighborhood. Oh, no. They were all would come from the suburbs. And so most of the kids from our church went to, like, private schools. Like, you know, like, really uppity yeah, private schools. Yeah, it was schools. very bougie. And, like, we went to, like, the hood school in the neighborhood. And it was, like, they looked down on us Mm -hmm. because it was like we were the the little hood rats of the church. Yeah, we definitely, (laughs) we were treated different for sure. And if you don't know anything about AME, it's kind of a more higher class uh, demographic of black people. Mm -hmm. So um, although, you know, our family in general fit in with that, we felt like we never fit in with that and we mm-hmm. always felt like we were judged growing up but we were in we were in choir we were ushers we you know we, we did, did all that we did all that we were forced to do we were forced to do all that so with that being said we grew up going to church but I never really fully felt like I connected with the word right. until much later in life mm-hmm. and there was even a time I would say when I was a teenager that I used to question things yes. about the bible I used to question so much stuff where I'd be like why would it say this? And that? You know, like all that, yep. whatever. Because so, it was like we didn't think it was relatable right. to us, like or relevant for that matter. Yeah. So I was, I, I think after we decided, we got baptized in 2009 after we moved to Atlanta. We moved here in 2008. We got baptized in 2009. And 
we got baptized at a non-denominational oh my gosh a non-denominational church and ever since then we've kind of followed and gone to non-denominational churches for us that's what kind of resonated the most and also we connected with the word better right from going to non-denominational churches it was like it kind of just clicked it clicked yeah yeah and i think that was part of the issue was we were not we weren't relating to the word at our AME church or even not even just the word, but we couldn't relate to even just the people there. Mm-hmm. You know, what not I mean? all the people, not, not all, everybody. Yeah. Not every, like it was definitely like more so like a little small group of us neighborhood kids who went to the church or just more down to earth people that yeah. like, treated us equally. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, I think the non-denominative, first of all, just moving to Atlanta in general, kind of opened our eyes to way more because that was the first time that we experienced having like peers Mm -hmm. who openly talked about God and who, but it wasn't like they were like church Mm -mm. people. They were like, okay, just to put it in perspective, we could be like kicking it on a Friday night, drinking, having a good time. And, um, all of a sudden we're laughing and you know being playful but then something a conversation comes up and then our homeboys talking about something crazy that God did for him mm-hmm, you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like get into these like deep, com- conversations, deep conversations while partying while, while we're drinking and <laughs> drunk essentially yeah but it was just the point of like that was the first time we experienced that where talking about God openly wasn't like looked at as lame Weird or something or, yeah or, yeah yeah or lame like was, for example too like our birthday is on new year's eve we always were known for having like the lit parties on our birthday and so after we moved to atlanta all our friends like she said most of them were from the south and so it would be like boom we go to dinner for new, for our birthday on new year's eve and it's like after party at our crib you know mm-hmm. and then they're like we're going to slide to church real quick for the countdown and we're going to link with y'all right after. And they right. did. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. And I was at the time, I was like, church? That wasn't something we were used to, like right. people going to church on New Year's Eve to bring in the new year. Mm-hmm. But that's dope. And I love that. Like, mm-hmm. you, not to say you can do both, but it's just like, <laughs> it, it was a different perspective for us, for to like she said, to see peers who weren't like, you know, I guess the stereotypical view of what churchy people are exactly, like, yeah. you know, who still knew how to have a good time, but definitely put God first. Like, right. I'm gonna get with y'all in a minute. Mm-hmm. Look, we weren't there yet. I'm gonna get with y'all in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go praise God, go to church. We'll be there in a minute. All right, cool. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's, that's where things kind of started changing for us too, just kind of changing our view yeah, on those seeing, things. seeing it completely differently. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't all of our friends. It was just, you know, yeah, yeah. a couple here and there. But uh, yeah, I think moving to the South actually really brought us closer to God for sure. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that whole, remember that North versus South uh, episode we had uh, last season? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things. At home in Minnesota, people didn't talk about religion. They don't talk about religion. Yeah, you know? it was very. Um, it's, I'm sure it's different now. Just it, I'm sure it's different. The times have changed so much. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, it was like us growing up, and even like in our early adult lives in corporate America in Minnesota, you didn't talk about religion. You didn't talk about 
God, what, that is religion. Okay, you didn't talk about religion, <laughs> you didn't talk about politics, and you didn't talk about like your uh, sexual Sexuality, orientation yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It yeah, where here it was like completely opposite. Everybody talked about everything, very free, mm-hmm. and and that was new for us. But I I appreciated that. Me too. So I am just so happy that we're both you know going through this spiritual awakening and we're continuing to grow. We're continuing to learn more about the word and more um, about ourselves too in this whole process. And I just, I'm just really happy to see other people going through the spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to know, are any of y'all going through a spiritual awakening? Like if you are, when did it happen? How long has it been, you know, going on? And how is it showing how, up for you? Yeah. How's it showing up? What have you given up? Right. Because that's another thing. Like, we talked about how we, we changed the music that we listen to on a daily. Um, I try to stop cursing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still working on it. Yeah, me too. I slip sometimes. Yeah, but, you yeah, know, yeah. also I think some of this, too, kind of goes, correlates with being a parent, too. Mm -hmm. especially the very young kids who you know repeat everything you say and all that stuff like that alone has already made me like not curse as much change what I listen to because I got the kids in the car Mm -hmm. with me most of the time so I couldn't you know Mm -hmm. but all in all I feel like it still makes me be a better person definitely a better mom a better woman all that Mm -hmm. so um and then also something else that's crazy like whoa breaking news I don't really drink that much anymore. Me either. Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> Man, I haven't had a drink in so long. It's right. Crazy. But the thing is, you know, I, I don't miss it at all either. Not exactly. So, like, because I'm, what, at this point, four months postpartum, I couldn't drink during my whole pregnancy, obviously. Mm-hmm. And at, at the time, like, I thought I would want to, like, oh, I can't wait to have a I really don't desire it at all. Mm-hmm. I will have a, a wine, like glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. Wine is different. I don't know. <laughs> I have my wine, but yeah, even yeah, then yeah. I feel like I don't need that much. Right. Like I really don't like, right. I, I don't need nearly as much as what I used to drink. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've cut back a lot on drinking. Good. And if you knew us, if you knew our history, <laughs> that's yeah. why I said breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> that's a great thing, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what are you giving up? What if, are you even interested? Like, is this something that maybe you feel like you've been, you know, grappling with? Like, am I going, should I go through a spiritual journey? Like, what is happening to me right now? I have been feeling a little bit different. What is this? Mm -hmm. You know, like, just talk about it. Look, we can, we can go through the journey with you. We can share, you know, advice, guidance, uh, music to listen to. Cause that was a whole nother thing. (laughs) I had to start really researching different music to listen to. I even listen to Christian rap now. (laughs) <laughs> you sent me some stuff it was lit though I, I was like that. I mean I honestly like a lot of it I would I never even knew it was out there like yeah. I didn't even know it existed so I'm like oh wow because like you would hear it you would never know it's Christian right. rap you gotta really listen to what they're saying yeah, yeah. so I listened to that I listened I mean my my praise and worship list is like getting longer and longer and longer I, I'm discovering so many new uh artists and it's actually fun like I'm really enjoying like just kind of discovering something new yeah so um so yeah just just hit us up on IG at the twin code let us know 
how you're doing, if this is something that you've actually been experiencing or if you have experienced it before. Um, and we can just go through the journey together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it on this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, don't forget you're super dope and gifted. Bye. Bye.